0: Alex, on Tuesday's episode, you said that hygiene, we might have been everything this is.
1: <laughs> My raffles <was> camo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us. This is... Oh, shit. I gotta look at the camera. Okay. Yep. Hi. This is Guru Brando and my sometimes curious guest, Alex. The girl. The girl. This is Positively Entertaining Conversations with Guru Brando and sometimes curious guests. Yes. Alex. Alex. Um, today, we're finishing the conversation that we started on... Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, I always forget what day it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so on Tuesday's episode, you said that hygiene and your positive appearance is kind of major values for you, right? Mm-hmm. With the beliefs? Yep. Well, today I kind of want to dig a little bit deeper as right. to why you have that belief because I think it'd be, I don't know, kind content. of funny. Yeah, content. Okay, so first and foremost, Why is your hair pink? If if you're so worried.
1: I'm not worried.
0: If you're trying to impress by your behaviors, like you talked about using proper etiquette, you know, in front of the right people that you want to impress. That would spill over, you know, into your style and your hygiene, right? Because that's what we talked about last time. Not just etiquette, but hygiene. so. So, why would you have pink hair if you have that?
1: Um, having pink hair, I, it was really uh, a few reasons that pushed me to do it. Like, for one, I've always wanted to dye my whole head. I think everybody should do that at some point in their life. Just go crazy. And, to, like and I'm 16 long. years old. I dyed my hair because I wanted to dye it. That's, there are a lot of reasons why I want to dye it. And I settled on pink because I thought it was a nice color. I wanted my hair, quite frankly, to look like cotton candy. So that's where we are.
0: Okay, well, who said, you know, you can do that? Who do you have to ask for permission to do things like that?
1: Well, I had to ask you because of money. But for permission to do it is really just on me.
0: Okay, and why do you say that? Because you're 16, you're
1: a minor. Right, I'm in control of my body. You are. To an extent.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in control
1: of my hair because you gave me control of my hair.
0: There you go, that's what it is. Okay, so the belief is you have control over... Your style, your Mm -hmm. hygiene, your body, you have control over that as long as I'm informed, right? Yeah. As long as I approve. Yeah. So you already know the conditions of of those approvals, right? Because we talk about them all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to make sure that it's a healthy respect for yourself. That's huge. And you did not always feel that way. You did not always feel okay with yourself. And for a while, we were a little concerned. You were experiencing some episodes of self-harm. Yeah. Yep. And when you did that, you felt more in control of your decisions, of your body, right? hmm How does that play now for you?
1: It was a lesson, really. Um, I didn't think that we were going to talk yeah, about Yeah, you aren't this.
0: prepared for this. See, I did the old switcheroo again.
1: It was a lesson, really, and it shows me as uh, how much I've grown in so little time. I've learned so much. And I feel a lot more mature than I did just last year. Yeah. I've come a long way.
0: So I know that you didn't always want to experiment with your hair.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You didn't always want to... Um, Thank you. You. <laughs> you didn't always want to um, be so flashy. You kind of tried to fly under the radar. Yeah. How what changed that?
1: Um, I'm not sure, really. I gained a lot more confidence in myself. And I uh, not because of my relationship, not because I was, not because Tom was calling me pretty every day. It was because I just realized one day that it's, I had this in my head that if, I, if I'm confident in myself, then I'm arrogant. And it was that one oh. thing that was in my head for so long. And it was always like, like, if, if Ooh, I say that I'm pretty, really then people truth. think that I'm arrogant and I'm full of myself. So, I always thought, well, to be cool, I have to be insecure.
0: Ah, wow. That's what See, it was for me. Of, that's kind of pivotal for me because it's not something we've talked about yet. You know, that's why it's kind of cool to you know, share it with you guys. But really, though, uh, you know I, I didn't know that you had processed through it.
1: What do you process through
0: it? Yeah, process through all of your kind of angst with that, you know, with your evolution, just in general. Does that make sense at all to you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've I've thought about it a lot. I I realize I haven't shared it with you.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Oh, First time touching moment. Okay, so I do want to talk a little bit about the relationship aspect of it because... You know, that's one of those things. it's...
1: You covered your trash can.
0: I can't throw this away. I'm so sorry. The trash can's actually back here. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Tricked you. I would never, ever cover, ever, ever cover trash can. All right. Okay, anyway, so with TJ.
1: You
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. calling Tom, I calling TJ. A little bit like Sling Blade. Um, All right. How do you think that he helped you to mature? Because that's when you started to, you know, it's when you started to be more comfortable with yourself.
1: He gave me a perspective that I didn't have.
0: A a personal perspective. And that's a little bit different than your parents saying, oh, you're so pretty. Yeah,
1: it felt good first off to hear that from another person, especially a peer. And for a while I was codependent on him, and then you saw That I broke free of that. I
0: love that you brought that up.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, that's another thing. She just identified, you know, that she was codependent.
1: I think a lot of it was because I realized I didn't want to bring him down to where I was, so I had to grow up for him,
0: which is what I did. That is the lesson. And now I have, like,
1: now I'm confident taking pictures of myself and putting them out there, letting people see them, letting people see me. I'm a lot more confident with that. And even letting you record me like this. I'm fine with it.
0: And we're going to be doing live stuff soon. So it's not even going to be like pre-recorded. Am I going to chew
1: into the microphone? Yes. Yes.
0: That will be a bonus clip.
1: (laughs) It'll be a (laughs) blooper reel. It'll be on the Christmas blooper reel.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Okay. So moving on. Um, You said that you had to give yourself permission you know to to do things because i asked whose permission do you need you know to like change your hair or change your style or anything and you thank goodness you're aware enough now it's what we just talked about to know that you're the one that's in control of it right mm-hmm. that you actually control all those aspects not just if you wanted to experience pain
1: mm-hmm. which
0: you know was the self-harm so in all that I guess, a uh, mix of emotions and growth and all that stuff. Um, you come out to be this person who now has pink hair. pink hair and can give yourself permission. So how did you know that it was okay to give yourself permission?
1: Well, I didn't know. I just kind of went with it and tried it, you know, cause you got to
0: Well, because you communicated it to us. Yeah. You know, and and it wasn't just the hair thing. Mm. You started to communicate little things like, you know, you wanted braces. Because I'm
1: self-conscious of my teeth.
0: Yeah, and we had to talk through that because what a lot of people don't know, especially teens, is if you do something too soon before you actually can wrap your mind around, you know, the long term, then you're making an impulsive decision. And that's when the parents have to take control. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not mature enough to make that decision, right? So if you're feeling that way, that you're not mature enough, you do come talk to us. That's a huge difference between you and some of our other kids. Because we got four. And she's I'm two. two. No, she's number two, a.k.a. stinkweed.
1: But I'm number one, right? We're all number one. Okay,
0: so you did decide when we talked last time that one of the values that you're going to uphold is this positive projection of self Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as you move on to adulthood, right? Yeah. What are some of the other beliefs that you have going on there that you're going to keep?
1: Well, let's start. I don't think of I haven't really thought about this it's mostly for me is look good feel good and treat yourself first before you go out and try and seek validation from other people because I know from experience it's not fun just trying to look for validation and trying to tell someone that you're doing or trying to get someone to tell you that you're doing all right and that you're doing it
0: well that's the change Mm -hmm. that you were talking about earlier about the codependency
1: it's like the the thing that you said you have to love yourself before you love someone else and that's
0: very true. When did you actually start believing that? It was something I always whenever,
1: say. like for a long time, I was like, "Oh well, I don't like myself," and but I still I love Tom, and I was trying to figure it out. Then I realized that
0: you were the repetition crazy. of me
1: telling myself that that I don't like myself is just because of the societal pressures of you have to be insecure, insecure or else you're arrogant, and that's what it was. Like, I've always been fine with myself, and me, just me saying, like, I used to say, I hate myself, I'm so dumb, so ugly, or whatever, and that was just because I was scared of, if I complimented myself, then people were going to say, oh, she's, she's full of herself, she's arrogant, she can't.
0: I do it all the time. Do you think I'm arrogant? No. Is that- I think
1: you're funny in whenever you act like you're full of yourself, but I don't believe you're actually arrogant. <laughs>
0: Cause you're like, well, obviously I'm the best, you know? Yeah. Hello. Um, no, seriously though, where did that initial belief come from?
1: I'm not sure. I just, most of it kind of developed in middle school, middle school.
0: Oh, and your little brother is in middle school now. That's why. Do you see that pattern happening
1: right now with him? I affirm with him a lot. Like, Hey buddy, you like, it's going to be difficult. You can come to me if you need anything. Because middle school, going Aww. into it, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be so bad. And then going into middle like, when I was in middle school, I was like, this kind of sucks. And then now, like, Did you three say years. sucks
0: in middle school? Yeah.
1: And now three years after middle school, Ooh. I'm thinking there's... about it, and I'm like, God, something... that was so bad. Hold on.
0: There's some sort of chinchilla hair floating. I have chinchillas.
1: Two chinchillas. So there's
0: chinchilla hair floating in front of me. Go ahead.
1: No, I finished my thought. Wow. Okay then. Do you want me to recap you because you weren't paying attention?
0: Yeah, the, total distracted by the chinchilla hair. Well, it going take much guys. Going
1: into middle school, I was worried like, or I, I was saying like it's not that bad, and then in middle school I was like, hey, eh, and then yeah, out of
0: middle school. Yeah, okay, oh, I see. Yeah, I got it. You know, uh, that's something that we've talked about before. That's why I'm kind of you yeah. Know,
1: you don't really you can't tell how you were until like few years after until time has passed because after every year I'd be like god I was in 7th grade Yeah, but what? Do I you was in 8th gra- I was a freshman Ew.
0: what do you have to tell yourself to get over the cringiness of, of the young you because you know Quentin I thought I Bob, was cool
1: and Alicia and Livia thought I was cool
0: and that's all that matters that's
1: all that matters because that stuff is in the past and past them still think I was cool then so <laughs> I can't change it that's who I was. I just recently told Tom You're that I was so the girl like who me. lip-synced on the bus. And he keeps making fun of me for it, but it's, it is funny. What are you talking about? I was the, on the bus in middle school. I was the one who lip-synced to everything and full out. Full out.
0: Yeah. It was. Oh, wow.
1: Yep. That's- I sat next to the My Little Pony girl. Because she was my <laughs> 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 Until I met Mary. And Mary hated
0: her. And then I moved away! <laughs> oh my god, you just left it like... And then yeah. Mary moved, though. Yeah, Mary
1: yeah, moved. but Mary had to live yeah. like another so year with my Julia. My little pony
0: girl by herself. Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't feel bad about it. That's your mom's demon in you right there. That's not me. Like,
1: I was her friend, but I just like... She was kind of annoying and cringe. Like, even for sixth grade.
0: Okay, but... You just identified that you were too. I was
1: too, but how? That judgy. was her own thing. What do you mean? That was her own thing. That was her cringe. My cringe was lip syncing. How do you us.
0: know that's her cringe? What if she is still? Well, I don't. Do no, I don't know. Wow, that's what I'm saying. Still a little judgy there. That's got to be the sixteen-year-old girl. Ew. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Mm. I'm on a talk show.
1: That's why I'm sitting like I'm. Ooh, in.
0: I need the Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Okay, so we've talked about how our family's kind of like the monsters, and yep. um, and you would of all things be Marilyn Monster. I still
1: didn't watch Monsters.
0: The, the normal one. Well, you got Grandpa who's down in the basement
1: right now, probably.
0: Yeah, he's always building, fabricating, engineering. All kinds of stuff. Turning. Turning, yeah. Making racket most of the time. Does Grandpa whittle? No, he does not whittle. He doesn't whistle very well either. He whistles sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, once in a while. We love Grandpa. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he's always down there. So he's like, Grandpa monster. Um, how is that for you having a 78 year old Grandpa across the hall from you? day and night, knowing, you know, your day-to-day, secretly judging you?
1: I know that he's not. Well, he might be secretly <laughs> judging me. But I was like, how would you know gonna, if he's
0: secretly doing it?
1: He's not going to, like, approach me about it. Like, hey, Alex, I think your outfit's dumb. He's <laughs> not going to say <laughs> that. I ever
0: you're... said that, what would he say? What would Grandpa say if he thought you were wearing something risque? risque yeah or dumb either he'd
1: probably go to you and say who got those clothes for alex <laughs> yeah he wouldn't go to me
0: yeah crap rolls downhill in this family For you're the next
1: downhill. in the pecking order
0: yeah, 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 yeah. um but how does it feel though knowing that he you know has input or that he's watching you you know because same way i feel about him. the little
1: boys watching me
0: I don't know how that is either, because if I tell you what I see, that's entirely different.
1: So, are you asking me what how I feel about that? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I'm on tic tac.
0: Tic tac. So. I know that there
1: are people secretly judging me all the time.
0: Okay, well, I don't. And I go to that, school, so I, mean, I know that people. This are is your grandpa, right? This is your elder. So why in the would I family? treat him any differently? Because he's the one that makes the rules. Okay. He's also on the Phillip's court. <laughs> My whole premise is, does he really make the rules for the family? No. No. You know, because in our family, in a lot of families, it goes that way. You know, By age and by gender. Yeah, there's definitely a hierarchy, depending on where you're from. And, you know, we're from Texas, so, you know. Patriarchy. A little more conservative. Patriarchy. Um, but, really, do your beliefs come from, like, way deep down in the family. Uh, you did say that, you know, Grandpa's one of those people that you look at as the person to be when it comes to appearance and hygiene and and Because Grandpa and, takes
1: care of himself, and you can tell he's got yeah. a lot of life left to live.
0: Yeah, and he feels that way. Yeah, he definitely behaves that way. I don't know any other 78-year-old man. By the way, guys, he's single. <laughs> 78-year-old man.
1: Did you just advertise my grandfather? Oh,
0: did I? So did. Hey, it's winter. Anyone above sixty
1: nine, because sixty nine is too young for him.
0: Remember? Yeah, that's what he said. Seventy and
1: above. Sorry, sorry if you're sixty eight. Yeah,
0: unfortunate. Anyway, okay, enough about grandpa. It's getting weird. Yeah, right. Knowing that, just knowing that he has a good influence on you is easy for me. You know, because I don't have some crazy old loon bumping around upstairs. Right. Right. So, it's nice to have. And Grandpa's
1: progressive, too.
0: He wasn't always, but yes, yes, he is. And, you know, it just shows that our family definitely has a growth mindset. So, that's a belief that you can carry on into your adulthood, right? Mm -hmm. Never get stuck. Right. you got to always learn something. Always learn a lesson. Like, in today's podcast that's the full circle so what is the lesson and where did it come from the lesson
1: the lesson is that you need to give yourself
0: permission and
1: love yourself
0: yeah first you gotta have that strong valuable belief
1: yes know what you believe and stand by it because if you don't know what you stand for you fall for anything.
0: Oh!
1: That was on all of the posters in my book. That, that
0: was pretty good. So next time, we're going to finish this conversation about, With Q?
1: Uh,
0: probably with Q. Maybe with Q. Maybe with Q. We're going to finish it with a chat about communicating assertively. Because, you know, teens have that, I guess, difficulty being able to communicate your needs, your wants... You know effectively sometimes sometimes it does come across as what you said arrogant right if you're trying to promote yourself it comes across as arrogant so how do you communicate that you're not arrogant how how do you use you know good communicating skills to say this is really who i am you know i'm not arrogant i just I am naturally like this. Is
1: that our short question, or do you want me to answer it? No, that? I don't
0: want you to answer it. That's, on, all the right. so That's on the next show. So join me. That's on the next show. It's taking all of my
1: willpower to not get really close to the mic know, and say something. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> we'll lose all of our viewers.
0: Oh, we probably would. I'm going to one day lick it. I want to lick that, but I'm too scared. It's a little germaphobe, but only I've touched this. But your breath is on it, don't.
1: <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> your OCD really uh, gonna jump
0: anyway. Girl. So, Thursday, right?
1: Thursday,
0: Tuesday. No, Thursday, we're gonna. Oh, Tuesday, gosh dang it. That means it's <gasps> pizza night.
1: Today's nice pizza
0: night. night. <laughs> oh, nice. okay, so. What were you saying? Hi.
1: You want to be on the podcast?
0: We're recording. Oh, I thought we had another curious guest. Okay.
1: Is that a curious guest? I hear.
0: <laughs> Marco,
1: come thither. I think it might be Fabulously.
0: All right. So we will
1: continue this on Tuesday. Continue Tuesday. this curious conversation right? on Tuesday? Tuesday. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tuesday.
0: Okay. See us then. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh. We should do a keyframe for me hitting your hat.
0: Trust you.
1: Snail, jellyfish. <sighs>